0: Episode five, feeding alive. This is just Vibes FC. My name's Kamal, and as always, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the scythe. How you doing, bro? I'm
1: good, man. How you doing?
0: I'm all right, man. I'm uh, I'm back down south. I'm in Eastbourne. Uh, yes. obviously, for those of you who listen to the podcast, who normally know, I'm usually based uh, up up in Manchester, up in Salford. But I've come back down to to visit the fam. Uh, so I actually missed most of the game yesterday, unfortunately. Um. But I caught the highlights, I managed to, to scour the the main source of footballing football knowledge, which is Twitter. And uh, I feel like I've got a, a pretty good idea of how the game went. But um, why don't you tell me? You watched the game, so you tell me your thoughts and, and how you thought that we played.
1: Yeah, uh, where to begin? So let's talk about the first 25 minutes. Um, actually, firstly, I said to you before the game started and the lineups mm. were released, I said to you, all he's, he's got it wrong, in yeah. terms of the team selection. Dropping Bruno, fine. I get that because you want to rest him for Tuesday. And apparently, he had to bit of a knock as well, or sort of sore foot or something, which I'm not surprised about. But I looked at our midfield and I just thought, we're gonna get we're gonna get rammed in midfield. We're gonna get squeezed, and that pressure is gonna be real. Dude, Similar to what you know says. Go
0: on. Yeah, do you, do you know? I, th- I think the issue was like, obviously Bruno isn't Superman, and as much as we want to see him play every game, physically mm. he can't, right?
1: No. But
0: I think the issue was he put he, it looked like from what I saw the, t- uh, the team sheet, he, it looked like he put Van der Beek uh, in the Bruno role a bit more further up the field. Yeah, he was. And then behind him, he had Pogba and Tomine to provide that that yeah. steal. And I think the issue is he should have played Matic, really. Yeah, I think Matic, he he should have played Matic or Fred. Because I think between Pogba and McTominay, neither of those are specialist CDMs anyway. We know that Pogba isn't the most uh, disciplined defensively. And and I, and I know he was playing that sort of role when he plays for France. But the fact is, with France, he's also got Matuidi and Kante and those specialist CDMs to, to help. Uh, Allow them to be a, a bit more flexible. So I think that was the issue there. And I feel I feel bad for Van der Beek that he got kind of hacked off at time because I don't mm. think I think it could have been any of them. From what I saw in the highlights, McTominay had a shocker.
1: He did in the first half. He was awful. Well, to be fair, let's let's get it straight, right? In mm. the first half, everyone was shit apart from Henderson because <laughs> he had nothing to do. Obviously, yes. he conceded a goal, but other than that, you can't really <clears throat> mock his performance too much. The yeah. whole team was shit. Some worse than others. Um, mm. McTominay kept losing the ball Martial kept losing the ball and Pogba kept losing the ball and I looked at Martial and Pogba um, particularly every time they got the ball their first touch was off yeah. I get Pogba Rusty okay, to some degree you know he, he just came back from he had about three games he didn't play three games did he Pogba so he just yeah. came back I get it but Gordon. this is his
0: first start in in ages, um, I mean, is it
1: the, is it his first start of the season or no 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 he, start, he, cause he, he started because he started the earlier games yeah didn't he? yeah yeah he started against Palace, um, uh Brighton and Spurs and then after that Spurs yeah. game he got dropped and then since then he's played he started a couple of Champions League games but he's yeah, not really, yeah. he's not really starting the Prem I I believe this is his first Prem start since Spurs I could be wrong. I was
0: thinking since Spurs yeah because it does it yeah. does feel like it, since it's been a while since we saw him in that starting lineup.
1: Yeah, he has been. But yeah, I'm with you, man. Matic, he have be Matic for me. Matic, Pogba, and Van der Beek would be a nice balance. However, you mentioned Fred. That's interesting because Fred wasn't even in the squad. What is that
0: because uh, he's injured? Because I don't even. I don't, in fact, I don't even think he's injured, is he? Because Oli said that. Uh, oh, you know, it's a long season. Blah blah blah. We're going to need Fred That's for really you know sure. the the usual excuse. But I think I think is it a case of him being punished for his display so. against uh, against uh, PSG?
1: I think so. Even though that wasn't Ollie for me, that wasn't Ollie. Um,
0: well, the, send, the sending off is on Ollie in the sense that he should have been he should have been taken off at half time. Yeah. But ultimately the performance is all down to Fred. Like Fred behaved like a madman in that first half. It was it was a weird performance from Fred, who's normally you no, know, he is quite a wild player, but he is normally relatively composed. So, the BSU
1: players, they were, they were riling us up. I McTominay, mean, yeah. Fred, all of these guys, they were doing it. And that's the difference between an experienced team versus a, a bunch of novices. That's the way I look at mm. it. If that's, yeah, that's, exactly. that's, that's all it takes, then, then shame on our team. But yeah, Fred, in, ter- in terms of the headbutt, in terms of the headbutt, yeah, that's, um, that's on Fred, of course. But he got away with that. We got away with that. He shouldn't have been on the pitch at half-time. Yeah, he, sh- he
0: should have been taken off. And that, was, that, was, a, off. that, was, that was a mistake from Oli there. That Take was a hundred percent mistake.
1: Off. And then finally, if you're not going to take him off, okay, maybe ten minutes second half, then take him off. But this yeah. man waited until the 65th minute, I think it was, when he got when he finally got uh, the second yellow, which in my in my view definitely wasn't a second yellow. However, yeah. about five minutes before that tackle, he made another tackle, which should have been that uh, second yellow. So either way, mm. he should have been sent off at some point during that game. And I think we delayed the inevitable until he got sent off. But uh, but yeah, um, for me, I well, think... I,
0: either way, I think it was punishment, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, they're not being yeah. in that team. I think that I think that's. I think that's Ollie's way of of showing him that you know you shouldn't perform like that, and you know if that's how he manages it's it, how he manages it. But either way, back to back to the West Ham game. I think I think it was the wrong midfield selection. I think really, if you're going to rest Bruno, it should have either been Van der Beek or Pogba in that number number ten number eight position, and then you should have really had McTominay and Matic if you also wanted to punish punish Fred. Do you know, what I mean, you need you needed a bit more steel in that West Ham game because like like you said. That the, the battle of the midfield was always going to be one of the ones where that game was decided, wasn't it? 100%.
1: That's how that's how games are won against the likes of Saints and, and West Ham and your yeah. your Burnley and all these sorts of teams. I know Burnley obviously not as great as your West Ham and Southampton but
0: yeah. they have
1: they have their, their physical ability to just squeeze and squeeze you and especially Southampton and, and West Ham. Bro, they're, they are very well organised especially West Ham yesterday, bro. I was so impressed mm. with Moyes' side. So impressed with it, man. Very well drilled. Very well organised. The shape their balance, everything was on point. And they could have been up 3-4-0 at halftime, let's be real. They could have been up. Yeah. Um, and they didn't, and they weren't. They didn't take their chances. And as a result, they got punished for it. But yeah, um, yeah really good half from, uh, from West Ham. So credit to them. Credit to them. And I look at the sort of first 25 minutes of that game, right? And I think I said to you as well, or someone else, some, another boy. Uh, and I said, we're just crossing in balls into, into, into mm. Cavani, hoping for him to get the, on the end of them. What was the game plan? Play Andy Carroll, play what West Ham used to do, just launch, launch the just ball lo- to, lo- into Andy Carroll for him to header it.
0: Do, do you remember? Speaking of Moyes, right? Do you remember that game? I think it's against Fulham where we crossed the ball into the box like eighty times or something, and I think Fellaini. we ended up either coming, for, for <laughs> Fellaini, and we either ended up coming away from that game with a, with a draw or no lot, or, or a loss or something like that. But either way, it was an absolute shambles of a game. And it Can't was... Remember, no. It was... it was Oh, bro, the, the stats are hilarious. I'll find them after this if I can. But we yeah. crossed the ball so many times that they were just dealing with it easily. And I think maybe to, to a certain extent, again, was it because obviously I, I missed most of the first half. I only, I've only seen those highlights. But do you think it's a case of, again, like we, it was literally a case of lobbing it up top, trying to utilise Cavani's target man skills?
1: Uh, yeah, that's what it looked like, certainly for the first 25 minutes. And that's when we had most in mm. possession. We uh, were just lobbing it up and hoping for the best. Tellers. We um, had a few balls in from the right. It wasn't Mbappé because he can't cross. <laughs> to save his life, I can't, I can't remember who it was. He, cross
0: it, he crosses himself as well. Turns, Have you noticed that? Like when he tries to cross the body. ball, he kind of he yeah, he, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> yeah. like he jumps into it with, yeah, with all the force he can. It's like phenomenal. Golf.
1: You know when you do a, when you do a golf shot like a full swing, that's what yeah. his body looks like every time he tries to cross. <laughs> he
0: he really it. just goes for it, doesn't he? <laughs> but,
1: uh, but yeah, that looked like the game plan for the first twenty-five minutes, and then they yeah. scored. And when they scored we had no game plan now I'm looking at the game and I'm thinking on and off the ball we are shit uh, I mm. look at the, the team shape McTominay is all over the place Declan Rice was bullying our midfield that Ooh, man look. is
0: stealing a living though McTominay he's, he is I don't know how he's doing it mate but good for him like for managing to be at the forefront of the manager's plans I don't understand how he's doing it
1: well it's one thing isn't it it's, it's his work rate and well two things his work rate and, he's a passion and his passion his height it's his yeah. height as well yeah because that's why Mourinho loved him actually, because he, yeah.
0: he was tall yeah. but
1: it wasn't just the, the, the strength I, I can see why people like him but I think Oli is mis- misusing him he's not a CDM stop playing him like a CDM he's a boxer, yeah. box to a fielder right and if you look at McTominay in the second half yesterday whilst he was awful in the first half second half the amount of front forward balls he was doing into the, into the, into the guys in the final third I was like you can't you're telling me you can pass forward <laughs> Why have You, do- you Why have that? You, you have, that? You have hand you hand 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 that ability? Why oh. did it take half-time for you to probably get shouted out? whatever? With, I don't know if Oli actually shouts to be fair half time.
0: Well, well, well. On that note, did you see what Rashford said in the press conference? No. So, I, I saw I saw a, a, a quote from one of the United fan accounts. Um, I think it's from the Sky press conference. But he basically said, oh, sometimes it's not about what the manager says. It's more about we have to take a look at ourselves. And that made me think like... Uh, that made me then kind of think how... Because obviously you know if we think to those those united games of old right where there was a massive turnaround you usually attribute it to something that the manager has said or hasn't said because yeah. there were also famous occasions when Fergie wouldn't say anything at all so that made me think that if rashford is coming out and saying that what was that <laughs> half time team talk yesterday or was there was there any half time team talk was it a case of bruno comes on and bruno fc because we are bruno fc right is that is that when everything changed just by, by the subs? Like, was there actually was there still a game plan after? Or was it a continued case of relying on an
1: individual brilliance? Mate, when you said that about goosebumps, I think you're spot on, mate. Mm. <laughs> the way you said that was a proper story, mate. I thought, wow, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in this theory. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that, man. I think you, I didn't think of this, but, and I didn't see those comments from Rashford. But mm. I think you're spot on, mate, if I'm honest. Um, do you think it's just a case of OK, we'll put Bruno on now and just continue the game plan what we had before and just do what we what we can do.
0: Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, we, we always talk about there's not really much of a game plan. And it is a case of we always rely on individual brilliance, whether it is a case of Rashford doing business, Bruno doing business or last season, Martial doing it or even Greenwood. You know, we always rely on those on those four players to, to do everything for us. Yeah. So I think purely judging by what Rashford said, it does lend a not a lot more um, foundation to that theory of how is there even any coaching going on here? Are there any tactics? And you talk about it quite a lot as well. Like, you know, there is no tactics here. Uh, well, some, might, yeah. some might say there's no tactics. There's there's just vibes. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Podcasts well, available on Apple and Spotify right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just confused me. I saw that and it really did confuse me.
1: Yeah, I think I think there is tactics. Look, he's a coach, and so well, he's not a coach. He's he's trying to be a ferg. He's trying to be a good man manager, which obviously yeah. I don't think he I don't think he is. But yeah, he doesn't have um, he had, doesn't have good tactics. Obviously, he has some elements of tactics, but tactics doesn't have to be good. Tactics mm. can be as simple as all right, boys. Uh, I want the fullbacks to overlap. I want the front. I want the front three to be um, um, inverted forwards, interchangeable forwards, and yeah. I want two my two my um, midfielders to be as eights, box in box, a box to box. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously in the final third, when we were in possession in our own half, without, uh, when we don't have possession, and the CD able to sit tight, and uh, we have, yeah, so that's, that's, that, that's that, those are tactics, it could be as simple as that, just to yeah. say those those words, but it's about how you then manage it, how you then make decisions within the game, what your sub's saying, uh, what the shape's like as well, man, I think that's crucial, and what goes mm. on the, on, on, the, on the training ground, when I look at these guys I just think there is when I, the first hour yesterday bro it didn't look like these guys have had you know we have a week before the game and you have a game plan and you practice it and you put it in yeah. you, put, you, you try and execute as well as you can based on the on the practice that you've uh, you've had during the week leading up to it it looks like it looked like yesterday there was none of that Our no it
0: doesn't was, was it terrible, a case of
1: uh, offensively was shocking
0: Were, were we still shocking. hung over from the from the PSG
1: loss with if, if if that's all it takes if that's all it takes, then God help us. If I'm because
0: wondering. I I think as well, like you know, as much as what it's, it's five away wins on the trottle, or something like that, like it's a it's a crazy number, and I think yeah. I think it's it's you know, one of the old Tra- Trafford records or something. Anyway, uh, one of the United records. But anyway, the point is, I think in most of those games we've gone behind.
1: Yeah, yeah, last back. five games, Everton. We had yeah. West Brom. Yeah, and then and then we had. Uh, Southampton's, Yeah. Actually, no, no, I'm missing a game now.
0: You're missing a game, but it doesn't matter. But the point is, right, it's it's a continued thing, and I was saying this to you yesterday, right, in that why does this keep happening? Why do we have to keep conceding and going behind to get a jolt? Is it complacency? Do these players think that they're better than they are and then they realise towards the end, like, oh, actually, we better switch this on? Or... Or what? Because it's baffling. Because at the moment you just you just do not know what to expect from this United team because we either go out and we're a pile of shit or we go out and we're a pile of shit but then we manage to completely reverse it and then we have a blistering second half or we're just incredible from the start. You never know what you're gonna get. And it's mm. it's it's so Oh, bro! I tell you what—it's draining to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's high blood pressure football, mate. And, it really is. And I think and you know what—I actually think I know what it is. Because when we play the likes of PSG and 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 Leipzig and all these sorts of teams, we can just sit back and let them dominate possession, right? Mm-hmm. And hit them on the break, which suits us a lot more. Now, if we go and win a game like that against your Leipzig and your PSG, that's you know that's a good result. You know that that is a good result. Those two mm-hmm. fixtures, those two results that we had against those two teams that I just mentioned were fantastic displays. Now, we weren't exactly attacking, playing, playing attacking football or, or expansive football, but we still played somewhat good football. We had a game plan, the subs are on point, and um, we got the three points, right? So, obviously, credit it's due. Now, that seems to suit us more, but you know when we play the likes of Everton, West Brom, Southampton, West Ham? Yeah. It's almost like when we have to be in charge of a game, we struggle. We are terrible in possession. I was watching us yesterday, just one example. We have the ball for, for huge chunks of, uh, of the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes, but we can't seem to do one pass that splits open a midf- uh, midfield or, or, or a defence or unlocks. unlocks yeah,
0: I, I heard our passing in that first half, particularly,
1: was just atrocious. So we are not good um, <clears throat> with the ball in possession. Bruno is the only guy who, who seems to have the sort of football IQ in order to do something like that out of, out of nothing. But we don't Mm. have that. And it's almost like we have to we have to allow the other team we have to play so shit to then allow the other team to take control over the game like West Ham did and Southampton did and and West Brom did to then almost counter them play them on the counter do you see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. And then all of
1: a sudden we have the momentum mm. to score one and once we score one we can score many from there.
0: It's just it's it is baffling though because it's it's a worrying thing. Like you know, obviously, the the craziest thing is that somehow we are in a pretty good position in the table now. I don't know yeah. how it's happened. Uh, where are last, we? The last
1: five games. Last we five games, are I
0: mean. three points off the top, and even then, Chelsea have played a game more than us. Obviously, you know, Tottenham played today, mm. as do Liverpool. So if those two, if those two lose, right, and then we we somehow and we win our next game. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Ah oh, man, that's such a am sh- um, such a frustrating just, Yeah, I know, of... I know, but I'm just I'm just saying what, right? is... Our, what the the point I'm making is how have we we played some dire football this season so far. We've played some really, really poor football. How have we still managed to get the results and be so close to the top of the but, table?
1: Yeah. That takes me to my next point, though, because like I mentioned, last five—is it last five games we won? I think
0: it's games last games? five, but yeah, I think it's last five, isn't it?
1: Can, can you just check who it were? It was Everton. It was West Brom, and then it was a Saints and West Ham. I feel oh, like, like I'm missing
0: da, 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 a game. Da, 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 let's have a look. Premier League. Uh, where is it? Tables. Man United. Right. So last five games. Man Excellent.
1: Or maybe we, his last we've four. Won the one. last four. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Okay, cool. So yeah, in these last four games, like the, the team that like so mentioned. So we won the last four. So we trend. won.
0: We lost against Arsenal. Yeah. Then we won against Everton. Won against West Brom. Won That's against it. Southampton. Won against West
1: Ham. Yeah. West Ham. Now, what's it's the trend of all, all four of these games? Gone behind. Played terrible football. Uh, a lot of wrong decisions by the manager by the coach and staff West, Bro- West Brom was the luck we, that, was crazy,
0: that was a 1-0 but that was that was a game of luck if you remember because West Brom could have easily had a penalty
1: it was it was so again we're relying on moments of brilliance to save this guy's job and to save yes. our season <laughs> ultimately so you, you you asked why and how we're only like I think it's is two we're going to right? be with three, three points
0: with <laughs> three points off the top I don't understand how three points
1: so we're three points off the top, and I think mm. that's testament to the last five games, last four games. We've got three points in the last four games, and <laughs> how and why that's another scenario, that's another question, that's another topic. But yeah, we've got it, we've done it. And my point here is, I'm going to say it, and I said this Uh-oh. to you last night briefly. He's going for it.
0: He's going to say it. I've, He's going to uh, do it.
1: I've, drum roll, I've realized, drum roll. I've realized. I'm <laughs> not saying in <Ollie>, <laughs> but what I have realized is Oli is not going to get sacked. Ever.
0: And unless won't. we go on a run of catastrophic form no
1: no we've already had that Kamal. <laughs> we've already had that this man should have been sacked four or five times with the disastrous runs that he's been on but the squad is the squad, is, the squad is too good Obviously, isn't it some, that's what you were saying the squad is too good the squad is too good i realized yesterday we mm. are deadly on the counter we are so scary i looked at rashford yesterday right and that's the the scariest he's been and he's and he's nursing right an but injury as well. Him.
0: If I'm if I'm correct,
1: yeah, shoulder injury, yeah, yeah, shoulder injury. So he was fright, his pace was frightening yesterday, and that's what I like to see from Rashford. And I, I I really like him on the right. I mentioned it a few weeks ago and only <laughs> put it on the right, put him on the right. I can really, I really like that. I really like Rashford on the right hand side. But um, the right or left doesn't matter. I, I was very impressed mm. with him yesterday when he came on, and again, a lot of these players actually suit forty-five minutes though. That's number. Another, that's another thing. Forty. That's why Rashford when he came on against Leipzig, scored a hat trick, <laughs> and you know his pace just yeah. destroyed their defense. A lot of these players that we have are only suited for twenty, thirty, forty minutes mm. um, of the game. Pogba, especially, he's number one. He he doesn't have a good ninety minutes. Well, he never
0: had well, 90 on 90 on that 90, note never. then, let's talk about Paul Pogba. I know we 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 briefly spoke about him at the start of the of the podcast, but. How do you think he performed in that uh, in that slightly deeper role and how, you know this is probably one of the first games where since we've had Bruno where it's not been Pogba and Bruno as in Bruno's not been in the lineup so how do you think he performed and what do you think what do you think of his goal
1: um okay firstly his goal was beautiful banging lovely finish goal. Yeah. yeah lovely curler proper
0: yeah. lovely jubbly football proper. there.
1: yeah well oh, we yeah. lovely, jubbly football but the goal was nice. <laughs> yeah. and and before to what happened before the goal uh, with the ball and stuff. Um, an amazing kick from Henderson and then Bruno was involved. G- you uh, know it went off? It went off, yeah. yeah. But I didn't want to say that just yet. I was going to give him credit first. <laughs> but thanks for, uh, for ruining
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's not his fault that it did. It's not his, it's his fault. You know, it's not yeah. his fault.
1: But, uh, but yeah, man, the ball was off. The ball was off. And it looked... I think I was sat there thinking it was off. I was surprised when he played on. And I thought, if you are going to check this, they're going to rule it out. They're going to chalk it off. When they said the goal, the goal counts. I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, obviously, you take it. So yeah. um, obviously, Bruno was involved to get together the assist, and yeah. um, it, it fell for Pogba. He used the West Ham player as a decoy, curled around him, beautiful finish, lovely goal, <clears> one <throat> nil.
0: So yeah, oh, top analysis. That cheers, Jeff.
1: I know, man. I know, I know. I'm, I'm in the wrong business, mate. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so fair play to him. He he needed that. He needed that more than most in that team. Yeah. And good for him. I, I'm happy for him. Um, but if you want to ask me about his performance, first half dreadful, like the rest of like the rest of them. Very wasteful in possession. Um again, he's moving like match. He needs like Was,
0: was he doing his usual stuff where he just yeah. he keeps the ball for too long, yeah. runs into trouble, and ultimately bad, to has fair. to do a poor, poor yeah, pass? Not
1: not as bad to be fair. What it was with him was it was it was caught out of possession a lot, he did look unfit still. Uh, when he did get the ball, it was almost like he didn't know where to, what to do next and have the picture on his head as to what I want to do next with this ball. Um, so it was sideways. sidewards. But again, I don't want to single him out. Only it was a whole shit team performance. But yeah. him and Marcia were very wasteful in possession and McTominay as well, these three. Um, mm-hmm. But in the second half, again, we weren't great. Don't let anyone tell you we were great in the second half because we weren't. West Ham started the same tempo, same game plan, and they were, they were still the better team. We literally needed 15 minutes of that game. Do you know what? Not even that. Put about ten minutes of that game for us to fucking do anything, and we were able to do that with our super subs in Rashford and um, and and, um, and Bruno. So,
0: was was Rashford and Bruno c- coming on the key to, to Pogba having a,
1: a, yeah. a stronger last third of the game? hundred percent. Like without him, we're nothing. Without Bruno, we're nothing. Anyway, but Pogba really are. Today.
0: You know, we're we're so reliant on Bruno. It's, so reliant it's, on it's, it. it's it's scary. Like it's actually scary.
1: Well, I said to you before. It's in the coaching, uh, in the coaching office, in the coach's office, the manager's office. It's not Oli sat there. Ollie's with the players, mate. World
0: Bruno, bro. Bruno, Bruno sat, sat there, chair. smoking
1: yeah. a cigar, feet up, <laughs> and he's like, Ollie, this is what you're gonna say. This is what you're gonna do in your in your pre-match yeah. talk. Did this you, is what you're uh, gonna say at halftime. Did you see in the
0: again. in the PSG game, like towards the end, yeah, when he was like yeah. gesturing at him, like make yeah. a sub?
1: <laughs> Honestly, that he he is running that team. Yeah. he is running that team, bruv. And and it shows it shows in every every way, uh, every way possible. But yeah, Pogba didn't have a great game. He mm. needed a few minutes in the second half to show what he can do. He did it. I just saw some comments actually, whilst um, before got in this uh, on on the on the podcast. Mm. He said that um, with COVID, I suffered a lot, yeah. and in the first game against Palace, I could barely run. I, could, I couldn't walk, barely run. Yeah, and um, yeah, he's basically saying that I was not in a in a in a in a fit. In a fit place, okay, that's fine. I understand that COVID, cool, whatever. But then I put it on the manager. Why is he put playing him there? We had a fit Van der Bake ready to start, and we had Fred, and we had all these other midfielders. Yeah. Why is he still starting him?
0: See, I I agree with you. I completely agree with problem. that because it's poor, it's poor player management. That, but then two, I think, whilst I'm sure he did have a tough time with COVID, it's and I feel like I I feel like a right bastard saying this. Right, I feel so <laughs> insensitive, but. It's harder to give that goodwill when, even with full fitness, i.e., pre COVID, mm. he was still inconsistent for us. Yeah, so if, yeah he, if, he, if he if he if he'd been amazing and then his form dipped because of it, then I could be like, then I would, I feel, I would feel sorry for him. I would not, not that I don't. Feel, you know, I I sound like a bastard either way, right? If this this section no, this I section taken out of context, I sound like a heartless bastard. But the fact <laughs> is, it it is hard. and I'm sure he did have a difficult time. But it is hard to to still. Kind of used that as that, okay, fine. That's why he. That's why he's not been playing well. When even pre that he wasn't exactly playing well.
1: No, he wasn't. He wasn't. And like I say, he, you know, he's saying that he's in a better place now, fitness wise. So good, good, good for him. Good. Yeah. Good for United. Um, but I still worry. I still have my concerns about him, and not just him. Martial. What is up with Martial? By the way.
0: Man, that was actually going to be my next question to you. I have no idea. This guy is having. He missed he missed a couple of cities against PSG, and I saw yeah. again from highlights and comments that he didn't have another good game yesterday either.
1: Came off of a groin injury as well. Yeah, so he's going to was... be out, and that was his if birthday it's... as
0: well. What a rubbish birthday!
1: Well, here's my question to you. Right, he he turned twenty five yesterday. Yeah, twenty five, not twenty two, not nineteen, not twenty, nor Van. Not, he, should,
0: he should be approaching twenty five now. now.
1: So, how if you were to use one word, how would you describe his? Um... His, his career at United so far? Well, his career as a whole, to be fair, because he didn't really have much of it in, uh, in Monaco.
0: <laughs> if if it's one word, for me, it's inconsistent. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and if if I'm allowed to to open it up from one word to more of a sentence, and mm-hmm. I'd say, flashes of brilliance, but ultimately not sustained. Because um, we know what he can do on his day. We know how much of a lethal player he can be. But, you know, the season's nearly at Christmas, mate. We're nearly midway oh, no. through the season. And he's scored two goals in eleven appearances in all competitions. No goals yeah. in the league yet. That's Terrible. that's not good. That's not good. And if you want to be a top number nine for for any top club, not just Man United, you have to be more. You have to be more consistent than that. Surely.
1: Okay. Got another question for you. Gone. Now you know me. I don't like to um, go back to Fergie days much. I don't like to use those examples, right? Mm. But I do want to just at this. On this occasion, use one example, Um, just to sort of talk about the evolution of the of the club and the squad that we've had. Are we glorifying mediocre players? Because let me finish first, right before you, before you say anything. (laughs) Uh, We everything said about Martial right now reminds me of what you would say typically, not just you but anyone, of Nani back in the day, right? Yeah. And Nani was an exceptional squad player. He was never a good first team player. We week can week out, right? I think we can yeah. agree on that. And I was a big fan of Nani, by the way. I just want to clarify that I loved him. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I used to take shots here yeah, in training, I used to say, Nani. So, yeah, I <laughs> like him. <laughs> yeah. Top corner bang. So, are we now glorifying players that back in the day would perhaps be a Nani equivalent good squad player? Is that what we're doing now with the likes of Martial, Rashford as well? Let's not kid ourselves. He's, his career has been up and down for us. It's for yeah. Pogba, the same. Um, Luke Shaw. All of these guys, Maguire, obviously that's another Ugh. conversation. Uh, Lindelof, you name it. Wan are we, are we, are we uh, glorifying and, and accepting mediocre players and 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 bigging them up for no reason? So,
0: so I think out of the examples that you've given there, like let's if, let's 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 compare to Nani, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Nani, we all <coughs> know Nani really never really did live up to that potential that he that he could be, but on the whole, you know, I'm looking at his, his he was with us for eight seasons. Well, yeah. about seven, actually, I think <laughs> in his eighth season, he left. But in his first five seasons, 41 appearances, four goals. 31 appearances, six goals. This is in all competitions, by the way. Yeah. Then then 34 and six, 49, 10, 40, 10. Those are, those are decent numbers. But yeah. the reason why the inconsistency doesn't hurt as much is because you've got a whole entire strong squad around you. And also, yeah. you're not a focal point for goals. The reason Martial's inconsistency does damage the squad is because he we we rely on him to get goals, because what top quality team uh, has no strikers? Do you know what I mean has doesn't have, have doesn't have that firepower up front? So I think that's why that inconsistency, in, from Martial's point particularly, does damage us more because when he's firing on all cylinders, him and him and Rashford, then it does obviously give us a huge advantage. Um, could, uh, now other players, sure. Yes, he's mediocre, he, and you know I think most of the fan base know he's mediocre. Uh, who else did you say? Who else did you say? In terms of um, oh, Maguire. Maguire, Maguire, Linda well, Maguire. one, one Bissaka, Pop, You know, Pop. I think, I think, I think one was For me, I can't say he's a bad player yet. Yeah? I think we we all know that he needs to work on his attacking game. But the fact is, his defensive game is brilliant, and also he's very, very is young. That enough? So he's no, well, he, it's not at this stage; it's not enough. But he is also very young, so I give him that time to still. To work on it and to develop on it and I do think that really with a, with a better coach I think he will um, be able to improve that aspect of his game. Pogba yeah you know again inconsistent. Uh, slabbed again inconsistent and really? yeah to a certain extent it is all becoming we are glorifying mediocre players because that shows how the standards of the club have slipped and this is what you and I spoke about and I think a lot that the last episode when we had that question from Dylan in terms of, you know, does a top four finish and a mm-hmm. Champions League run constitute a successful season. And then we both said to that, no, mm-hmm. in, in that isolated form, it doesn't because that just kind of signifies that we are lowering our standards. And for me, again, part of this does, does equate to us lowering our standards. But I find it mm-hmm. difficult to compare Nani to it because I think whilst Nani was inconsistent, for me... 70% of the time he was still a brilliant player. He was still a good player for us. And yeah, but... and what and what helped is he had an amazing squad around him. So it meant that he could drop off a bit because everyone else is picking it up. Whereas now, if someone drops off, who's the only player in the squad that picks it up? Bruno. There's what there's one there's one reliable player in this team, and that's Bruno.
1: So are you saying an inconsistent Nani is still better than a Marcia? Yes. In essence, in essence. Yeah, obviously
0: different, different positions, different positions. Of, no, I no, right? of
1: course, of course. I'm just talking about what they bring to the team and, and what they offer and what they can, what they can do. Uh, but then again, Nani was left winger, wasn't he? And Marcy, obviously. I, mean, I, I, thought, plays...
0: I thought Nani could play left and right, couldn't he?
1: Yeah, he played both. He played both, but predominantly he was on the left because mm. Ronaldo was on the right a lot yeah. for us at United. And I know him and Giggs used to swap quite a lot. Nani, him used to swap during the game. Mm. But from my memory, Nani was more of a lefty rather than a right because he used to love cutting in the shoot. He did, and uh, that was his trademark had a, had a great shot on him as well do you remember had an r- absolute rocket that's what I'm saying when I played football man in, in training like, <laughs> when I to hit, when I used to go for a shot like that I'd be like and I'd See, go I, was, the I was
0: more of a, a fox in the box so I'd just kind of hang outside the goal and then be like Zaggy yeah. <laughs> proper poach to finish yeah, yeah yeah I hear that I
1: hear that <laughs> don't blame you. but yeah, I've got another question for you now mm. um, the changes at half time now whilst they were good and they worked, and the guys that came on. I think I, could, I think we could all agree that they needed to come on. Bruno Rashford yeah. needed them.
0: Yeah.
1: The two guys that came off were they the right two guys to come off?
0: No, uh, I don't think so. I think really in terms of the midfield, uh, it could have been uh, it, it could have been any of them because from what I saw in the highlights and even from what from what Gary Neville said, it could have been any of them because they all had. An absolute horror show. I would have personally taken off uh, McTomney because, again, from what I saw, he just wasn't having a good game at all. But uh, and 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 even up front wise, it you know could it have been uh, could it have been Martial that came off, or did it need to be Cavani because he wanted to revert more to that that counter attack of football on the break? So for me. Van der Beek was the wrong person to take off. And I think it just, again, it echoes how his, in my eyes, his, his, his treatment has been quite poor. But uh, in terms of Cavani, I'm not sh- as sure, you know, because I'm, I, I I didn't see as much of him. So I'm not entirely sure whether it is a case of could Martial have come off instead and, and Cavani stayed on. What do, what do you mm. think on that?
1: I think he went for the easy option, Oli. Mm. Like yet again, he showed a lack of leadership, a lack of um, strength mm. as a leader. And he acted like a pussy, to put it bluntly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: do I need to put in a disclaimer that we have explicit language in this pod? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah,
1: nah, we don't, they don't use that language enough to put that mm. on. But I had to use that word to describe it. Because why are you going to go after the two new boys? Mm. Because it's easy. It doesn't disrupt the, the, the dressing room. There's not going to come biting back on him. He's, he's scared, man. He's scared that he's going to lose the, 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 the team at some point. And it's inevitable. I think he will uh, lose it at some point. But at the moment, he, he does everything to sort of stop that from happening because he knows everything is against him apart from that team that keeps yeah. saving his bloody job. So, I think you have the easy option to save some sort of confrontation for after. You went for the new boys because they won't really conf- uh, maybe not confront him after the game or whatever. If that was a Martial or a, or a, or a Pogba, there's controversy now, you know, in the yeah. media. Your know, journalists asking you questions. And then they mark up. Martial, he's a moody little prick. <laughs> you know, I think we will we all see that. He's the kind of guy who probably stick it on. Why you take me off? Yeah. You know uh, I mean? People start on him at full time. That's what it seems to me. But, yeah. Um, the, 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 the,
0: Van der Beek shouldn't have come off. That's no, no. Uh, for
1: so for me, uh, Cavani and Van der Beek probably the only two players that are bright. Not great, mm. but bright in the first half. Um, if something wasn't going to happen, it would have been from those two. Yeah. Um, he took them both off. For me, it would have been McTominay and Greenwood. I think Greenwood had the stinker in the first half. And McTominay, obviously, is McTominay. Um, yeah. Discipline was off. His positioning was peak. And he was he was not tracking his runners. And Declan Rice was running rings around him. A hey, phenomenal Pogba, finish, though. Yeah, him, Pogba. Greenwood. And um, What and, a touch uh, it was for that goal. Yeah. yeah. No, a no, beautiful goal. Beautiful goal. But this is it again. Greenwood goes missing. Not just today, yesterday. But every game the cream was played in, he goes missing for large chunks of the game on that right-hand side. And he comes alive when he gets that one opportunity from the outside of the box. And he, you know, he bangs it and he goes in. He That's has that need, in, in his locker. That's of course what you, you need. need that. Of course you need that. You need that, especially when you've got a coach like this. You need that little moment of brilliance. But when a man goes missing for a huge chunks of the game, you start to then realise, is he given enough? Is he giving, giving, giving us enough in that position? I would hmm. rather have him in the middle, personally.
0: What is in uh, in the number nine position?
1: Number nine position. Give, give that to him. If you're going to go missing for a lot of the game as a, as a right winger, you're not a winger, are you? Mm. If you all you need is um, a shot outside the box, that, that's the only thing to allow you to do, express yourself. That's not good enough. Obviously, don't get me wrong. If a goal comes from it, amazing. But there's been times where that hasn't worked. And we're now thinking, now what? Do we take him off? What do we do? Moments of brilliance ain't working. No game plan.
0: No vibes. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> no no vibes, FC. Our, you know our, I mean? our our rival podcast. Um no, and I th- I think uh I, I I get what you're saying. I think it's I think we need to be a bit easier when criticizing Greenwood because ultimately I'm not criticizing him, bro.
1: I'm not criticizing him though. It's again the coaching. What's he been mm. told to do on the right hand side? He's it's not Chris a winger.
0: have fun. We're, we're man united. Have we're fun. Man United, yeah.
1: But he's not a winger. He yeah. is not a right winger. He's a centre forward. So if you're going to put him there, at least give him a set of instructions. You know, getting behind the fullback, putting across. But no, he's not been told anything because he, he doesn't have... What's, what's his role? Can you tell me what his role is?
0: I would say he's an inside forward. I would say... All, I, don't think we, I don't think we really have any out and out wingers.
1: What's his job? Think, what's his job? You can't be an inside forward, bro, for 90 minutes of the game. I do not that, that, that was.
0: I think that's the instructions he's given, mate. Because I don't would really you think, think we have... enjoy we, yourself. Pretty much. I think, that entire, I think that entire front three, the entire attacking output of our team, are given the instructions of, go and have fun. Go and have seems fun, enjoy way. yourself, wait for the chance. Which no, is it's obviously, that way. it's not sustainable, is it? No, of course it
1: isn't. Of course it isn't. These players <laughs> are keep bailing him out, but... You know what can I say? Who am I? Who am I talking?
0: Exactly, we are we are but mere fans. But uh, <laughs> on 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 that bombshell side, I think uh, let's let's wrap it up there. Let's keep it nice and short this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our next game is quite a big one, huge. if I'm correct. It's the, the biggest Leipzig of
1: Ali's career. Game.
0: Well, in fact, actually, the next two are huge because we've got Leipzig on Tuesday and then we've got City on Saturday.
1: Yeah. Well, these three games were crucial: the the West Ham game, the Leipzig yeah. and the City game. I think these three games shape his um his managerial tenure, I think, um, yeah. to some degree. If
0: Coming up to three years. Coming up to three years around no, this two time. Years two, years, two years. Is it two years? So, two yeah, years, it costs yeah, yeah. two years, yeah.
1: God, no three years, man. I, do you know what? <laughs> two years have gone so quick. So, so quick. Yeah. Do you know what I think?
0: It has. It's it's flown by. And I think that's what happens when you're playing mm. high blood pressure football.
1: <laughs> 100%. And, bro, you know his contract is coming to an end um soon.
0: I am are confident he... that Ed will give him an extension. I'm very oh, yeah, confident. Sure. Yeah, 100.
1: So this is my summary of Ollie, right? Little, little, little one-liner. As long as he's here, so hmm. whenever that is, we're gonna keep having these cycles. Our lows are gonna be very low, and our highs are gonna be very high.
0: I also, though, have to have to either dispute your statement or add to it and say that as long as our current boardroom setup. Is the way it is. We will. We will never be a consistent uh, title-winning club again. As long as yeah, Woodward is in charge. But that's the number, we're, we're talking titles,
1: to... titles here now. We're
0: talking yeah. titles. I'm not even expecting titles, more I'm do expecting. You, do you do you think any manager can win a title with Ed Woodward though in charge? If, if your boy Mourinho couldn't do it, what makes you think anyone else could do it?
1: Okay, well I'll give you an example. Right. Van Hal won the FA Cup, didn't he? Yeah. You won a trophy. Mourinho came second with 81 points. I know people were gonna say, yeah, but he finished 18 points behind City, but still. 81 points is a big tally. Mm. If you look at the points tally, we finished third last season. Do you know how, how many points?
0: 66.
1: 66 points. And with that same tally, we got the season prior to that and we finished fifth. Mm. So, you see what I'm saying? The points tally is very crucial. And Jose finished it in number two on 81 points. Now, imagine, and bearing in mind, Phil Jones, Smalling, Valencia and Ashley Young as a back four.
0: Oh, that back four was going to haunts my dreams, you know. Do you know what I mean? That, that, little, that little annoying run that Valencia tried to do, or yeah. Young tried to do, the most predictable yeah, thing ever before they crossed it, haunts oh, my really,
1: dreams. Man. Well, this is it. We had a thicker team in <laughs> <laughs> that year. We had a shit team. I mean, still finished second with 81 points. 81 points, by the way, is enough for Leicester to win the title that season. Yeah. United, I think, won it on 81 points in 2002, 2003. Mm. and um, 81 points against your top four of the season. A top four in every season in the last 12 years. That's how crucial that point tally is. I hmm. had, um, yeah, so he won a, He won two things. He won Europa and he won the um, the league title, uh, the league cup, sorry. Yeah. Could, could he have won a title? I strongly believe after that season we finished second. If you gave him a few enforcements, he would have challenged and we would have seen what happens. Um, and I think Mourinho, providing you say Oli is not getting back, if, if Joseph got back, do you not think he's a, he would have won a title with United? Of course he would have, bruv. He's won it everywhere. Why not United?
0: because we are that poor that I don't ha- I don't. I think we were so far I think him you know when Mourinho said that it was his greatest accomplishment to finish second with that squad I kind of thought why but now I realize I completely realize why because that squad is atrocious squad <laughs> it was, was atrocious ab- it was <laughs> an absolute as you say it is a dickhead squad so, it was. It <laughs> that, was. so I completely recognize why so I think he wouldn't have had to be backed. He would have, There would have had to be a complete rebuild. And obviously, as we know, those kind of rebuilds don't happen over one or two windows. They take years for it to happen. No, no,
1: but you're missing the point, bro. You're missing the point. If he can get 81 points with that team, mm. imagine if he had two new faces, but two crucial faces to that team. That could have been 95 points, 96 points. That could have been a title. You see what I'm saying? Maybe. So he's won a title everywhere he's been multiple times in, mm. in certain clubs if He had the, the the resources, and he didn't want massive funds, he just wanted Perisic. <laughs> do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but I, nah, but I, but listen, nah, the, the, the deal to get rid of uh, a, you know, at the time, what a 22-year-old Martial, Martial for a 30-year-old Perisic, that doesn't make that makes zero economical sense.
1: No, no, I, I agree with you. I did, I actually didn't want Paris, if I'm honest, but mm. if that meant we would have won a title, I wouldn't have minded, and I also didn't agree with Martial leaving, I'm with you on that. Yeah. But then again, but then again, we look at Martial now, and what we're we thinking, do you know what I mean.
0: He's still 25, though. Do you mean like? Oh, come it, on, bro. No, nah, but no, nah, no, nah, but I'm saying economic. How many more years economically, are we going yeah. to do what? Economically speaking, are we going to do what Barca did and like replace these young mid 20s players with players in their like, you know, early to late 30s? It makes no sense, bro. There's no longevity in
1: that. It was 28, Perisic, at this point. It wasn't I thought it was 30 at that point. No, bro. He's our 31 now. We're talking like 2017 here.
0: He's one of those players that have been around for so long. I'm
1: like now nah, He must have yeah. <laughs> 40. He was twenty seven he was I think I think it was twenty-eight at that time. He wasn't anything older than twenty-eight. And he would have he would have made a huge difference to us. We saw what he done last year buying. He's a good player, bro. And I'll be honest. he's a good player.
0: He's a good I, player. And I think I think I, if it was a case of us buying him, fine. But to sell Martial and then buy him, I was like, no, I can't I can't agree with that.
1: But again, like if you're gonna free up funds to do it, whose fault is that? Is it's the board's fault, no? Yeah, if they, they did not have the funds to buy Perisage for what 30 you mil, know, whatever it was, I can't remember what it was. Mm. <laughs> Whose fault is that? It's not his fault, you know. He's thinking Martial with surplus requirements, he's a dead ball as far as I'm concerned. Mm. words, um, I don't care if he goes, I just bring him and he might get me a title, so and you know, allow me to do my job. So, yeah. I get, I get, whilst well, I also didn't agree with that particular deal, uh, Marseille going for Perisage coming, and I didn't really want Perisage at that time, mm. I didn't really appreciate him at that particular time, I know where he is now. Mm. Um, I still think if he came in, he would have made a big difference for us.
0: Fair. Well, it's one of those things that we will never truly know. But what we do know is that the next two fixtures are going to be huge for us. And maybe, Saif, maybe we'll join in with a little midweek special of a podcast Mm. episode. Who knows? But if not, we will see you all uh, same time next weekend. In the meantime, we're just Vibes FC. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. Um, across all the major spot, all the major podcasting platforms, the support is very much appreciated. Yeah, Until please. next time, I've been Kamal.
1: I'm to Take care, guys. And let's see what happens next week. Big week coming up.
0: <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it, bro. I'm scared.
1: <laughs> Prediction for Leipzig.
0: Prediction for Leipzig. We have to win. So, but I don't think we will. I don't know. I think I think it's going to be one all. I think it's gonna be one all.
1: Okay, I'm going two one Leipzig, and I'm going to go three one City.
0: 31 i I'm going for I'm going for do you know what I'm gonna be crazy here? i want to say one 0 United.
1: Well guess it.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. Okay. Oli all always seems to do it in the big game. So let's see how we get on. We'll catch up next week, Cypher. Let's see how our how our predictions will come to light. But until then everyone, peace.